Welcome to At the Table with Darlene. Thank you for joining us at the table with Darlene for this week's podcast. We are really glad that you came. Uh, I am thankful to have this opportunity to welcome to the table. I have, there's what, five of us tonight. And so it's really, really good to have all of you here. Sitting next to me is my daughter, Tiffany. Tiffany, I'm glad that you're here on this podcast. Well, thank you. I'm happy to be here. And sitting next to her is uh, Dara Young. Dara, welcome. Thank you. It's good to be here. Dara has been on the podcast before. It's been a little while. I'm not sure exactly. At the infertility. Oh, that's yeah, right. Last week. That was last week. Oh, about two or three weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. She was a digital guest. Oh, she right. was. It was been quite a while. Yeah. It's been a while since in yeah. person. I think right. it was yeah. last winter or spring. It was cold when she was here, I think, yeah. last Silas time. was like two months old. Yeah. So really? Yeah. Oh, I now. remember. You were a little stressed like, out about it. Yeah, yeah a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and yeah, he's got a birthday coming up really soon. So, wow. Yeah. Is his birthday Saturday? Saturday. Yeah, one year old. Oh, how about that? Unbelievable. Yes, and sitting right across from her is is my awesome husband, Daryl Rhodes. Daryl, we're glad that you were able to stay over for this podcast. Well, it's always good to be here. You and forgot I, his title. I love, I love being invited. <laughs> <laughs> well... Invited. That, well. That's an interesting word. What do you say, Chris, our uh, executive producer, what do you say about your invited guest? He's or? always got a standing invite because he's my assistant. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> assistant what? Assistant. You're my assistant everything. What? Okay. Assistant oh, everything. <laughs> we'll leave that. We'll just leave it there. Okay. Well, we're, we're glad that you're here. And um, we had a really, really good podcast uh, that that uh, went on the air last week, and, and we just kind of want to follow up a little bit. We talked about Thanksgiving, and of course, now it's a week after Thanksgiving, and and hopefully that you had a great time with your family. Uh, but we, we were talking about the year 2020 and, and uh, how uh, thankful, even in the midst of all the pandemic and a pandemic going on and a lot going on, whether it be uh, socially or politically or uh, just in families and, and, and with COVID, um, that's a new experience every day. And, uh, but yet in the middle of it, we talked about the faithfulness of God. And, and then also uh, we got over into talking about how we felt that God was speaking loudly to us as individuals, uh, speaking to us as a nation. Uh, speak, speaking to the Christians, uh, first of all, you know, around the world. The I church. Believe, yeah, the Church of Jesus Christ. I believe that God is definitely speaking. And He wants to speak so individually to mm-hmm. us. You know, he, he wants to come visit every person that will allow Him in. And we talked, to, we talked about trust last time. And, of course, you know, there again, we're going to talk about trust again. But, but I want to go just a little bit deeper in this podcast and talk about some of the things that God's speaking to the body of Christ because he is speaking very loudly. And Chris, you, you talked about how you really felt like, uh, there, there's a real awakening, a real, uh, uh, renewal going on and, and how God has just really been, uh, ministering to you mm-hmm. with that. 
and and so we we want to to bring that up also. And um, I asked Dara to come on this show because back in January, I believe it was, um, we were having a staff uh, meeting, and her husband and Dara are on our pastoral staff, and uh, they they are our, our prayer coordinators, our prayer uh, pastors, and. We have seen, uh, in this year, we've seen God really, really doing some things in the area of prayer. And I believe yes. that that is, you know, I, I thought it would be really cool if Alex could have come up and been in on this one, too. But I know with Silas, you know, it's kind of hard for a... I think he would hog the mic the yeah, whole time. I think he, he might not actually get to hear, he which would. in Alex is usually the mic hog. So and um. yeah, I don't think he would have stand, stood a chance. <laughs> no, with, not at all. With Silas for no. sure. But I think Silas would have been a great guest. <laughs> oh, he would. He would at least if the cutest we, one for if sure. If we had a video where everyone could see him, because oh he has goodness. the best smile in the world. Yes. But you know, there is a way that we can do that. We can do it live. Uh, on YouTube or mm-hmm. and uh, still send it out as a podcast. Then I had to fix my hair. <laughs> Me too. That is one of our plans for hopefully 2021 that we will get, you know, we'll be able to start doing that. We're going to need to get a makeup department. We really, too. we really want to because, you know, I feel like God is wanting to expand all of us. Yep. And we talked about that, how he's really been, expand, uh, you know, doing that, causing an expansion to happen in our lives. And and Chris, last uh, podcast said something so profound that in the first of the year, when uh, you just ask God to deal with your heart, will you just kind of go back over that a little bit? And, and I, I want to kind of move us from there. Well, yeah, it was January and I was having my prayer time. And um, I, I'm going to pull up the scripture because I think that speaks to the most of it. But mm-hmm. God was just talking to me about being... Um, more serious in my prayer time and not being such a wimp when I pray and um, that I my I mean this is between it was a conversation between me and God but I felt like I was saying my prayers were weak that I wasn't um, giving everything that I had and and none of this 2020 stuff had happened I mean I it, I was on complete autopilot it's what we talked about last time I mean everything was going good yeah. everything was it was good for then. I look back now, it wasn't good um, in comparison to what God's doing now, but it seemed good. Everything was easy. Everything was moving. I mean, everything, I mean, everything was, and, and God showed me the scripture that David um, had in Psalms 139, 23, and it says, search me, God, know my heart, test me, and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any offensive way in me and lead me to the way of everlasting. And that was, I felt like I needed to pray that. And it, literally probably took me 15 minutes to pray that like to, to work up the nerves. I knew what it meant when I, I, I knew when I asked that, what that was going to mean. And I, looking back, I didn't even have an idea. Like I knew it was serious. I knew it was dangerous and dangerous in a sense of, um, that it was going to go to a whole new level, but I didn't know. And through praying that I have been majorly in the fire. I mean, 2020 has been not just with the pandemic and I, there's just been an overall anxiety in the church. I feel and not, not, anxiety it's just a, a almost an irritation in my spirit and having to go through some of that mm-hmm. and um business i mean having to fight through business but through that and we talked talk about talked about thanksgiving i was thankful that the depth that it's taken my wife i mean jess has grown leaps and bounds almost yes. in a miraculous oh way my and, and yes. my relationship with her has gone tenfold i mean my relationship with you guys has grown my relationship with different people in the church has grown only because 
through what God's done and having to stand in that fire and, and be refined and let him search my heart, all the amazing things that's happened from it and as painful as it's been and uncomfortable and I wouldn't trade any of it. And, and it's not over yet. I wish at this point that sometimes it was over, but it is not over yet. And But the things, the uh, I think purity is the wrong word, but the purity in, in my heart and what he's done in me and the revelations he's given me and the doors he's given me and the perspective he's given me through all of this. And I know that I'm not the only one. Like I see this happening mm-hmm. throughout mm-hmm. the church, not just our church, the church period. Yes. And I think that's part of the awakening is it's a warrior building. I think God's building warriors. And, I love that term. And um, I think God's mm-hmm. taking people massively out of their comfort zones. He's, he's calling the unqualified. He's doing some crazy, crazy things that, I mean, I think we're, it reminds me of like Smith Wigglesworth kind of stuff, like just the old school things that we haven't seen in our generation. I feel like that is what is coming. The yes. and and um, it's getting there is a little bit uncomfortable, and I think that's what twenty twenty has been. Yes, and I believe it's going to escalate. You know why? Because and we mentioned this a little bit before that we thought he was talking about twenty twenty vision, but twenty twenty vision didn't look and hasn't looked like what he thought maybe God was just going to open everything clearly. Well, he is. Mm -hmm. But the way that he's opening it clearly isn't the way we thought he would open it. It is to see clearer. It's, it's, uh, it's been very painful. Yeah. But in this, uh, back to, to you, Dara, uh, in, uh, our meeting, you shared with us about, uh, the prodigal, something that God had showed you. And so just tell us about this, uh, how this happened. And So, again, just like Chris, back in January, um, here even at the church, we usually have several days of prayer at the beginning of the year. And, you know, I was in the church and I was just, I was opening myself up to God's like, what what do you have for me? You know, because part of praying is also listening, mm-hmm. not just you sure. know, mm-hmm. giving our list of demands. That's not what it is, but... Um, so I was being still and I was, I was listening as, and, um, I heard, uh, prepare the fattened calf and anyone that knows me, I don't, that's not a phrase mm-hmm. I say. I don't know if I've ever actually said it out loud outside of maybe ministering. And, um, so it just kind of caught me off guard. I'm like, well, I don't know, like, did I eat something weird before I came to prayer? I don't really know what that was. And so... And it, it wouldn't leave me alone. It kept coming up. I'm like, okay, God, I hear you. Prepare the fatted calf. Yes. I'm wow. like, I hear you, but I don't know what this is. I'm like, I'll, I'll take it. And I, so I kept praying for more revelation of that. You know, even like weeks later, it would not leave my spirit. And um, weeks later, he expanded on what that was. And um, he, it was a two-part meeting and it was first that a feast is coming to the body and that those that had been surviving on milk were graduating to meat and that our congregation was maturing, that uh, that there would always be babies among us, but now would be the time that the old babies would eat for the first time. And um, that's what I shared with staff in January, um, which was also not me. I don't, you know, mm-hmm. like, this is what I heard from God. That's not... It was out of my comfort zone, but it felt like something that I needed to share because I was Mm -hmm. super excited um, that this feast was coming. And I was like, how it looked to me was just this, 
you know. Immediate imme- revival. Yeah, immediate. Like something yes. grand was going to happen. It was going to be evident. And then Corona and all of that, the mess that that's been since March happened. And like it, during the beginning of the pandemic and even like this phrase has not left my spirit mm-hmm. the entire year. We're in mm-hmm. November and it's still things that people say. It still brings it to mind. And, um, you know, it, it kind of like interweaves it's interwoven together. Like all of these different things that I hear from other people can tie into preparing for the feast that's coming. And, um, so even going into August, I lost my, where I was going with that. And God gave me the opportunity to share on a Mm -hmm. Sunday morning. And, you know, that was, I focused on the maturing aspect of it in ways that the body of Christ needs to be working on maturing and, um, but then even at our ladies' conference meeting that we just had this week, mm-hmm. it went even further in that, mm-hmm. you know, um, there was mention of the red wave coming, and that's the blood of Christ over our nation. And um, yes. there were other um, things mentioned during that, but it just brought to mind one of the times that the fattened calf was mentioned was the prodigal son. When he returned, they prepared a mm-hmm. feast. Yes. Yes. So it no longer was just a feast, but those that had turned away from God are coming back. Yes. Um, and it got me excited all over again. A great know. awakening. Yes. That's what we were talking yeah. about on the previous, uh, last week's podcast was about that great awakening that God is bringing back to the church. And it, and it comes back to that heart that, that, uh, Chris just mentioned, you know, and, uh, pastor preached, uh, on, uh, worship and, uh, you know, having that heart again of worship, bring, coming back to that heart of worship, coming back to that place where we're vulnerable with Christ, where we're at that place, the, the closer that we get to Him, the more I seek Him, the more I the find more Him. him. Yeah. And there's that something that's drawing and beckoning from within us and as we get closer to him and the more that we seek him then the more we find him the more we find him the more we hear him the more we see him the more revelation that is coming and that is what is breaking open i believe the awakening that's happening and it's happening in i believe it's going to touch from our juniors you know, all the way up to the oldest, but there's an impact that is happening right now, I believe, in our country, uh, you know, because we're hearing a whole lot of negative coming from that 20 to 50 age, a lot of negative things being said that, you know, we've talked about they're fighting and they're, they're protesting. What are they protesting and what are they fighting about? They really don't know. A lot of people don't know. They get on bandwagons, you know, and we can do the same in church. Mm -hmm. And you said that a while ago. You know, we kind of, you know, we're going along. Things are going pretty well. We got decent jobs, you know. We're making decent money. We've got a good family, you know. And But there's something that begins to stir inside of us, and Mm -hmm. it's that word that we keep hearing, you know, because the word is, you know, is pounding and going into our hearts, and that's what's bringing a revolution. I believe that there is absolutely a revolution mm-hmm. happening in the spiritual realm. 
Well, in, in line with what Dara has been talking about for the past 11 months is the maturing of the saints. Mm -hmm. they're, they're great, there's going to be a great maturing because I think in the past there's been so much immaturity, so much flippant Christianity, no fear of God, no, no respect, mm -hmm. no honor for God, mm -hmm. live any way you want to, and then, uh, you know, then cry out to God for, for him to meet your needs or whatever it is you, you cry out for. But in, in the coming days, we're going to see more maturity in the church than we've ever seen before. And, uh, you know, maybe, maybe our slogan for 2021 you know, might be make America godly again mm -hmm. or make America spiritual again. Uh, and I think maybe everything that's going on is is pointing us in the direction of growing up, trusting God, uh, returning to our roots. You know, this nation was founded on Judeo-Christian yes, principles, and, and we have gotten so far from that. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm not talking about a political party. I'm just talking about everybody, people in America. We've gotten so far from that. And, uh, and I really like the revelation that God gave you that, that we're moving on. That, that prodigal son was quite immature when he went up and said, give me, give me, give me. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then he went out and spent it on riotous living. But mm -hmm. when he came back, there was a, a, a level of maturity there uh, when, when they said, okay, from now on, we're going to eat the fatted cat. We're, we're not just going to have you come back and have a, have a party. We're going to kill the fatted calf. So there was a... a a revelation there of, of going from milk to maturity. Mm -hmm. That's kind of like, think about it. Uh, the father is so good, but the the prodigal son, as we call him, the, the kid that wanted what he thought belonged to him, how many are crying out in our nation, give us what we're entitled oh, yeah. to. Oh, yeah. Give us what belongs to us. Yeah, that's good. Because, you know, you got it, so we we should have part of that, too. And that's even, and, and that, that's the same spirit that the prodigal son had. That you know that you younger, owe me. Yeah, yeah yes. you owe me this, and, and you've got it. So let me have it. I can take care of it. Mm -hmm. You know, I deserve it. Mm -hmm. and, and I deserve and, it, boy. We hear that a lot. Yes, and, and, and so I'm entitled. It was an entitled mm -hmm. attitude that mm -hmm. he had, which is a very immature. Which is very immature. But revelation came, and that's what the 2020, the really seeing, is going to mean, is, is when the real seeing happens, that how we need the Father, how yes. we need, and how He will receive us back in. I keep thinking about, um, you were talking about the song earlier, um, building a relationship uh, when when a couple first first you start out as friends, you know, and the as something happens in your heart, you want to spend more time with them. You want to. Mm -hmm. That's how you fall in love. Is like first you're just you know there's just not really much there, but then but you have to work on that relationship. You can't just decide I'm going to be married and we're going to have a wonderful life. It takes work, and I feel like our relationship with God is the same thing. The love is there, but we have to put the effort in. We have to put the work in. We have to crawl up in his lap, you know, and and put that work into the relationship. And we can't just say, "I I want to be mighty person for God. I want to I want to so I deserve it. Give it to me. I said I love God, so give it to me." Mm -hmm. And that's not how it works. You have to you have to work at it. And and I. Tell myself that, like I got to put more work into it. If I want to see great things, I got to do 
do great things, you know. And um, I was thinking about that song called Awakening. Um, it says, we call out to the broken. We cry, cry out for the hopeless, commanding those in darkness, come awake, come awake. We liberate the captives. We activate the passive. We scream out to the masses, come awake, come awake. But we, we activate the passive. That just really, like, I, I know that I am often guilty of being passive. Uh, it's confrontation. It's easier to keep your mouth shut than to get in the mix of everything. And I think you have to use a lot of wisdom when you do decide to get in the mix of something. But it's easy to become passive mm -hmm. and let someone else do the hard things, let mm -hmm. someone else do the work. And I feel like as a church, we can't be passive anymore. We cannot. Um, we can't. We need to be activated, and and we need to work towards that relationship. And the we will be rewarded for the for the work that we put into the effort that we lay ourselves aside and and crawl up in the lap of Jesus and listen like Dara said just being quiet and listening and but we we have to we have to be activated mm -hmm. passive people we can't be passive we have to be activated that's that great awakening you mm -hmm. know that that prayer of surrender mm -hmm. that says you know uh, I can't think of the song right now but I know that you guys have heard me say it, uh, but it's the one that says whatever, basically, uh, just whatever you want me to do, I'll say yes or something. But there was a song that we that we sang for a while that every time we got to this particular place, it it to me, it wasn't just words to sing. Mm -hmm. It really was powerful. It meant something to me. And every time it was almost like my heart would say, are you sure? That you can sing, you can sing that line. Can you sing that part of the mm -hmm. song? Yeah. And, and and mean it. That yeah. basically that whatever it takes, Lord. You know whatever. And it, it's like that prayer that you were talking about. And, and I feel like it's that total surrender to God that He's asking us for, and that complete trust in the work of Jesus Christ. And and that's what the call out for the warrior, mm -hmm. and where he doesn't need us to just always carry a little water. It's nothing wrong with carrying water because you have to have. But sometimes he's carrying us. He's telling us sometimes that we need to pick up our artillery, and, and, and get you know and be ready for the battle. That that uh, we are warriors, and if that means we have to be on our knees during the night. If that means that we're the one that he wants to use as a voice to speak to, we have to be willing to do that. And and so I, I believe that God is speaking to those that we're that we're talking to tonight. Mm -hmm. I believe Amen. that God is speaking to people and saying, Yes, it's you that I'm asking mm -hmm. to step up. I, I'm calling you out to be a warrior, to say yes to my call. Absolutely. Uh, something that came to mind as we've been talking is, you know, the condition of the world right now and how everyone seems to be wanting their own way and things it, are amplifying to mm -hmm. me right now. Um, but something that came to mind is that God wants us to be consistent. Um, and that consistency comes with maturity, mm -hmm. that you can stand up against whatever changes in teachings and changes in political standings mm -hmm. and all of that stuff, you can stand firm and steadfast 
when you're mature. And a scripture came to mind with it, and that was Ephesians 4, um, 14. And it says that um, then we will no longer be immature like mm-hmm. children. We won't be tossed and blown about by every wind of new teaching. We will not be influenced when people try to trick us with lies so clever they sound like the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, and then 15 says, instead, we will speak the truth in love, growing in every way more and more like Christ, who is the head of the body, the church. That's so good. That's really yeah. good. Yes, yes. The maturity of the church. Uh, I, I shared this with uh, our ladies at our, our meeting this weekend, and I had not shared it with anyone except Daryl. But I had a dream, and sometimes you have dreams, and, and you remember them. Sometimes you don't. You know, most of the times I don't. But I know when there's a spiritual dream, there's a spiritual impact mm-hmm. to it. And, and in light of where we're at right now, we don't know what the next few weeks hold. We don't know what the first few months of 2021 holds. We do know that God's still going to be the same and that that God is planting his warriors. He's saying, mm-hmm. stand up, woman and man of God, stand up and, and uh, listen to my voice and watch with your eyes because I'm, I'm saying something. And uh, I wake up now, shake yourself and, and don't give any ground away. Hold your ground, and you'll see me doing a mighty work. But we were in this house, and it was like we were out on a prairie or something. There, I didn't see anything else around. And and the house was clapboard, like a clapboard house, but you could see in between the boards. It was not, in other words, there was air that could blow through it easily. And But I looked, and I saw a tornado coming. It had hit the ground. And it was coming right toward us. And this was in September, I think about the 6th or something. I wrote down the date because when I woke up, I wrote it down because I knew that it meant something. And the room that Daryl and I was in was just one one room. There was nothing in it except a bathtub. And it was uh, one of those bear claw bathtubs. And and uh, so I, I told him that it was happening and, and I said, we got to get in the tub. Well, it wasn't, the tub was long enough for us to get in, but it wasn't where we could lay side by side. We had to lay on each other. And so when we started to get in, he started to lay his glasses off because that's the last thing he does every time he goes to bed at night is he takes his glasses off. And I said to him, I said, honey, don't take your glasses off because when this is over, you're going to need them to see. And then I woke up. And that term meant more to me than the whole knowing that there was a tornado Mm -hmm. coming and that it was going to hit the house, but we were going to be okay because he needed his glasses Mm -hmm. to see. Mm -hmm. And so I knew that, you know, it was that God wanted us to see you're going to go through the storm. Yes, you're going to go through good. the tornadoes. Yes. He's going to give you a place to, of safety. It even may not, if it's coming right at even you. Even if it's coming right at you. Mm-hmm. And you need your glasses because you're going to, so you can see mm-hmm. after the storm is over. And I really believe that that's what 2020 has been and is saying to us is, yes, there's been storms and maybe more storms, but let's don't take off our eyes don't take them, let off the focus of Jesus. Yeah. Let's yeah. keep our eyes on Jesus. Like you spoke about Peter, he did get out of the boat yeah. and he did walk on the water. The only problem he had was when he took his eyes off Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He Yet he walked. But I believe that 
God is saying and through the prophets that we are hearing mm-hmm. and the word of the Lord that is going out among God's people is let's don't lose our eyesight. Mm-hmm. Keep, let's keep our focus on because God's wanting to show us something. Yeah. That's a, there's a, that is a spiritual dream. It's not just yeah. keep your glasses so you can see when the storm's over right. in the natural. I believe there's some really some spiritual implications there that, totally. that God wants us to, totally. to not just forget about. There's some things. No. It could mean keep the tools that you need mm-hmm. yeah. mm-hmm. with you. Mm-hmm. Don't lay the tools lay that aside, you need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. you got to keep it with you. You don't have mm-hmm. time to put it aside. You're going to mm-hmm. need it in a minute. Yeah. So don't lay it down. Don't get lazy. Mm-hmm. Keep your tools with you. Yeah. And there was no fear. I had absolutely no fear about the storm. Had a place to go. And just the only thing was the you, one thing. Yeah, but you had me and my glasses. I had you and your glasses. <laughs> what more could you need? What more could and, you a need? and a bathtub. And a bathtub. A nice bathtub. Yeah. It was. It was one of those really nice. Yeah. I've always thought, why do they tell people to jump in a bathtub when a storm comes? Because there's nothing to hold I you know, there. It suck you out of there just as easy as it could suck you out of the And it room. was a tornado. You know, it's interesting how the, but, but yet it was, if I hadn't, if it hadn't been about the glasses, mm-hmm. oh, it yeah. wouldn't have been profound, right. so profound to yeah. me. I probably yeah. wouldn't have written it down. It I wouldn't mean, have who would have even thought about glasses at a time it like would, that? Yeah. But, but that was the, what God wanted me to see and to tell you, that was the message is, mm-hmm. is don't take your glasses off because you need them to see when the storm yeah. passes. Keep your eyes open. The revelation mm-hmm. That's coming because of the storms. And that revelation is what maturity that God's bringing to the body of Christ. And that's what's going to change the spiritual world around us for the awakening that God is bringing to our world and to our country and to nations. You always have those great spiritual dreams. I can never tell what I dreamed. I don't know mm-hmm. what I'm dreaming, or if I do, it never makes sense. It's yeah. all discombobulated. But uh, I've only had a few in my life, but they meant something. Yeah, they yeah, did. For sure. Did. I've had that. Yeah. yeah. And they mean a lot mm-hmm. because you don't have them every night. Oh, my These goodness, people no. that dream every night, you know, I kind of wonder if it's, you know, too many tacos or burritos or what. <laughs> but, uh, you know, when you do have one like that, it really stands out. Yeah. yeah. But God wants to speak to his people, and I think that's something. And I, I, I shared with a... Our young ladies the other night, and they are all younger than me for sure. Uh, but I, I, I just told them to stay, stay spiritually alert because God wants to speak. And, and I say to our young men, listen, because God wants to speak to you because I believe that the prophetic mm-hmm. is coming back to Amen. the house of God. I it's coming it. back into the homes because fathers and mothers are going to be prophesying to their kids. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I believe that kids are going to begin to say the prophetic word of God to their peers mm-hmm. because when a great awakening happens, mm-hmm. God begins to speak and it spreads. And yes. when God speaks, it's unison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's an exciting thing. It is. It's It's a great day to be alive. It is. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like something I just want to add real quick is that I have uh, been dealing with myself that, and it just, it just all clicked with me, actually two things, Hmm. but that um, when you purpose to do something, um, the devil knows that. And so, so I've been purposing to be more direct with my prayer and be more focused with my prayer. So... Like, you know, sometimes I like to pray in the shower. I get my best thinking done in the shower. And so, and I've noticed lately that 
I will say, okay, I'm going to pray about that. I'm going to pray for mom and dad, or I'm going to do this or whatever. And instantly, I almost forget it as soon as I do it. And then I catch later, I'm like, dad, come it. I was going to, you know, and I feel like that's a distraction, Mm -hmm. you know, whether it's, oh, I need to clean that or whatever. And so I think we need to be super ultra aware uh, when you purpose to do something, you're also someone else is also purposing to take away from that goal. Yeah. And so you have to, you know, like now that I know, now that I can see clearly, you know, I will I will be even more mindful of that sure. because I feel like I'm making a purpose to do something mm-hmm. and then I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, and then you kind of feel like you failed again. But now, just now, I just realized Amen. what's going on. <laughs> yes. You know, so now the, the jig is yes. up. So, Amen. you know, but yes. you got to be aware of that. And, yes. and then yeah. I also, people who are listening won't get this, but I have to tell you, I just, I keep looking at our WAW logo and to me, it looks like uh, an overview of a tornado. With mm. our ministry right in the middle of it. Mm. And I can see that. I just mm. keep seeing that. I can't look away. We're talking about mm. that dream. And I was like, oh, look at that. I was going to whisper it to Dara, but I figured you guys would all hear it. So I'll just say it out loud. But we never intended for that to look like that. Mm. But it just, it, it speaks to me. Like it mm. means, it's, I mean, it's super cute, but now it's a tornado. Yeah. The word of God is going to go. It's a mighty wind yep. that's going to blow. Yes. And it's a peaceful thing. Mm-hmm. And he will give us revelation of what he Amen. is speaking yes. to the body of Christ. What is the spirit of the Lord? What does he have to say? God, we are listening. Mm-hmm. Yes. We are listening. That's why on Sunday mornings I give our pastoral staff and others the freedom. If you have mm-hmm. if you have a word, mm-hmm. speak it. If mm-hmm. God's giving you something, don't mm-hmm. don't get up here and just tell us what you had for breakfast. Mm-hmm. What <laughs> What is God mm-hmm. saying to the church today? Yeah, yes. And I think we're, the more we do that, the yes. more we're going to see the yes. prophetic. And we're believing for boldness for God's people. Yes. Amen. Chris, would you close us out in prayer this, this session? Thank you. Heavenly Father, we just come before you in Jesus' name, and we just thank you, God, that these words that were spoken, God, these revelations, Lord, the things that you're putting on all of our hearts, God, and we know that you're speaking to us as a church, you're speaking to us as a nation. We just ask you that you just bring these things to light into people's hearts, Lord, and, and that you're bringing that boldness. And, and God, when you speak, I pray that they hear you, God, and I pray that they listen, Lord, and I pray, that, God, that they make bold prayers, Lord, and when you speak, God, yes. they they listen like like Elisha's last miracle, Lord, where it was uh, the pounding of the arrows, mm-hmm. God, that they just take what you say and they're not mediocre about it and they're not average about it God that we pound it and pound it and pound yes. it and do exactly what you yes. called us to do we shoot every arrow we have yes. and we run out of arrows God we throw ourselves thank at it Lord what, 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 whatever yes. it is God that we yes. hear your voice and we obey God and yes. just thank you for um, just the supernatural protection yes. on all of our listeners Lord thank you thank the angels you. are just standing before them and ministering yes. and, and protecting and we just thank you for that in Jesus name Amen Amen, Amen. Amen. Until the next time, at the table with Darlene, may the peace of God rule and reign in your heart. Ask someone, call them, and ask them to listen to the podcast. God bless you, and we will see you again at the table. Thank you for joining us today at At the Table with Darlene. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at DarleneSolidRock at gmail.com. Let us know any topics you would like to hear from At The Table. You can also check us out at DarleneRoads.org. 
also at wawministries.org. Thanks again for joining us at At the Table with Darlene.